I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Is our beloved Grado really injured? I'm Ollie Davis. This is El Fagador Laurie Blake. Welcome to the Wrestle Ramble post show review of WOS Wrestling, episode 5 now. We are bang midway through this 10 episode season. And this one was really focused on the tag division and how we've got the semi finals. Uh, which would decide we had both semi-finals this week, and that has decided a very odd dynamic. It is a strange, yeah. It's definitely a strange choice of of heel versus heel, and this is interesting because I I, I was watching the show, and the the first match was Adam Maxted, and no, it wasn't. Kip the first Sabian. match was Kip Sabian, who I think is our new favorite wrestler on the show. He's very good. He's Kip. really slick. So I've seen him on the Indies a few times. Yeah. He's he's very very good, and he he's managed to be sort of like the lower tier Kip Sabian that, that you would need for this show where you're trying mm. to introduce people to the idea of what kind of modern wrestling is and you, you can now see that he's starting to work in more and more of his shtick and more and more of his stuff and he's really good he's really yeah. really fun he's really confident on the mic as well he's kind of well I guess if you were to be really critical the one area he's lacking is is size mm. so the best way to package him is with I can never say this right. Justin Reese. Easton? Yes. Easton Reese. Easton Fiction. Who, who is enormous. He is and massive. And he just lawn yeah. darts himself. We both just started laughing when he yeah. did that shoulder tackle. His moves are just, here is my body. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. Deal with my Handle body. Handle that. Uh, so, yeah, they've, they've actually turned into quite a good, small, mouthy guy, big muscle, dynamic mm. tag team. Anyway, so they're facing Stevie Boy and BT Gun, And I'm like... Well, you know, I know wrestling. I think that the Grado storyline, his tension with the the, the commissioner or general manager, I can't remember which, Stu Bennett, it, that he's going to go to the final Grado's mm-hmm. team. So that dictates that the the heel team here would win. And that even though Stevie Boy and BT Gun, I thought they're such a slick tag team. Uh, and they were super over with the crowd. They even did the house show camp spot of dives now we're going to high five everyone round the audience during the match. <laughs> that's how uh, that's how babyface they are. But yeah, the, it, it ended with Kip Sabian and Easton Reese. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say Kip and Reese winning. Just yeah, just yeah, just. So okay, you've got the heel tag team advance into the final. Quite a cool power bomb neck breaker thing mm. that they did as well. I like that. Yeah, for the finish, and then you've got. Uh, Adam Maxted and Nathan Cruz versus Grado and Davy Boy Smith as the next match. You know, okay, I've seen this play out before. Yeah. 
the we've seen David, faces are yeah. going to win. And we've seen, and the, I mean, Davy Boy Smith is the choice as well. In yeah. the sense that, like, he got a one up on Will Ospreay on the very first episode. Like, it, it, he feels like kind of the, he is the anchor towards mm. the past of British wrestling that they want. Yeah. So it did feel like a foregone conclusion that was not foregone, it turned out. Yeah, and it was such a strange way. And this the conclusion co- was still just, still hanging in the balance. Yeah. So, Grado injures like it's a kayfabe injury obviously so he, he he jumps up does the leapfrog and he comes down and he sort of jars his knee i suppose yeah starts selling his knee this is about seven minutes into the 10 minute match uh and after some great comedy stuff as always from grado just like just simple things where he doesn't let go of the headlock <laughs> he has to get he told yeah he has to get, to- <laughs> he has to get told let no let go and he's like <laughs> <laughs> I, just I, lo- I, lo- I love the bit where he got he got david boysmith to help him down from the turnbuckle yeah like yeah brilliant helping balance as he was doing his entrance (laughs) thing uh but the and the commentary was really good here just that so val goes after grado lands and hurts his leg val's like he's in great shape though but it's just a very specific shape (laughs) yeah kind of explaining how just landing could jar your knee i'm pretty sure stew's uh, does she just say he's disgusting yeah but just stew with such venom goes (laughs) he's in horrific shape for an athlete But like the the commentary, the commentary team is so good at getting over that uh, that storyline, and that's what I thought. Like, okay, Grado's going to get worked over here. This is the babyface in peril spot. Davy Boy's going to run in and win. Going to get for a hot them. tag, yeah. But no, it was completely different. No, the, the so the swerve here was the fact that Nathan Cruz uh, then seeing Grado injured and he's down, and the referee's checking on him, and he's pulling down his uh, knee pads and having a check of his leg. When he stands up. Cruz goes for a chop block and then starts limb targeting the already damaged leg. And then the commentators are putting it over that that is like that is outside the realms of sportsmanship here. Apart from Stu's like, you yeah. know, carry yeah, on, yeah, mate. Yeah, okay, carry on. Very good, very well done. But Adam Maxted on the like who kind of has been sort of uh, kind of a cocky heel character but not really a heel he's but he's yeah. actually been like just narcissistic yeah he's narcissistic and that's his character which is a you know i guess in some in some spheres bad uh <laughs> but here he sees this happening and he begins to feel like what what have i sort of done because before that it's been all bromance with him and nathan mm. cruz um he became self-aware. He did. Yeah, he yeah. did. Like a, I get what well, I get. Like a vain AI. Yeah, a, va- a vain eye. Uh, and yeah, Max Ted's kind of like, well, he's off there a bit, mate. To Nathan Cruz, Nathan's like, uh, I want to win the match. Yeah, gonna lay this in. Uh, go, go round and take out Davy Boy. So Max Ted's like, okay, and he goes round and sort of has an interaction with Davy Boy. In the meantime, Cruz locks in a figure four, making Grado tap, and every yeah, that everyone's selling it like. Well, Cruz, you've gone too far. Max Dead gets in and goes, "What are you doing, mate? He was injured." And he checks and he checks on Grado yeah. while Cruz rolls out of the ring celebrating. But Cruz is also kind of like, "Oh, what have I done?" So it was it was a really yeah. weird dynamic to create, but and it it's almost a shame because I really like the Max Dead Cruz team. I thought mm. they've got really good chemistry. Uh, they've been very funny in their backstage skits so far. The great thing. As just before they're about to get in the ring in their entrance, just a little spank on each other's butts. It's a little butt tap. It's all very funny. Go on, champ. Yeah, go on, go and get them. And now it seems, I mean, this seemed to me like they're sowing the seeds of dissension. So uh, Kip Sabian and Reese 
can win the titles next week. And maybe you position Maxted as a super babyface, tap into that Love Island crowd. Yeah, so the, yeah, there's that there's that potential. There's the potential that like that's you know yeah, so that's either gonna be like there's gonna be a breakup of them two, or it's what's gonna hold them back mm. winning the titles. They're gonna be on the cusp of winning and and the confliction about how far they should go to secure the win is what stops them and then maybe the the, the two proper heels get the actual yeah. win over. Or but, Max Dead wins it all on his own. Oh, that's a, yeah, and then Cruz becomes like the undeserving... Oh, you mean he, he is the he tag just, team he champion? He straight up does it on his own. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, I am not criticising this in any way because it's it swerved me. And I, I like it when I'm like, oh, this thing's going to happen mm. now. And then they go in a completely different direction and it's still kind of narratively intriguing. So, yeah, I'm... I'm intrigued next week for how they're going to play a heel team versus heel team in the finals dynamic. Yeah, with one guy becoming a babyface yeah. as he realises, wait, am I the bad guy? Instagram pics aren't everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, but elsewhere on the show, we had a another like strange match, strange booked match, but it's actually kind of smart. Uh, it was Crater, the big Crater. man mountain of weight that they put over so many times in his that, joggers yeah so many times that he is larger he's at least double the size of the biggest guy on the roster mm. uh and it's that it was a, so i thought this was a handicap match yeah and it was gabriel kid and liam slater versus crater which rhymes <laughs> so i'm glad and i thought oh that's that's undermines kid and slater i wouldn't like them to be sacrificed like that but actually it was a three-way and it was structured with <coughs> seven or so minutes of Kid and Slater having this wonderful throwback British wrestling catches catch can exchanges, and and then Crater gets in and and sort of destroys Rex them. House, yeah. yeah. So it was. I mean, it was it was a smart way to book around characters, Crater's character lim- limitations. Yeah, and it, it was it was also like it added drama to the initial part of the match when he's just stood outside mm. being a presence um because you know that that seems to be the main thing about him is trying to build him try they're trying to build him as this sort of awe-inspiring presence and i don't i don't think it's necessarily happened on his in-ring work but do you know what? actually just having him standing around kind of does it yeah it's getting you there slightly better than having him do weird looking power slams and stuff like that so. and the yeah and the injury angles helps to add to the mystique personally for me that sort of character does nothing for me i think viper in the women's division is a much better version of this character just like this larger than everyone else person who's just going to charge through you all uh but the, there was a, a, another confusing element to the finish because so <laughs> so kid was pinned so kid, kid was on the floor with his shoulders on the mat. They'd both been flattened, essentially, yeah. is what happened. But a- and Crater chucks Slater's corpse on kid. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's a pin. But the referee doesn't count the pin, presumably because he's scared of Crater. And then Crater does a splash on top of Liam and kid. Kid at the bottom here, shoulders on the mat, and gets the pin. So, I mean, usually when that happens, the two men on top. Are the winners? Yeah, they're in a team normally, aren't they? That yeah. sort of thing. So I, I don't. Well, that's the thing. It could play into a storyline coming up where Slater, Slater if Slater's saying I was pinning him, yeah, 
I just was underneath this guy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, my his shoulders weren't on the mat. Yeah, I pinned this guy, so that was yeah. I don't know where the hierarchy of pins, like where that comes into play. Is it the person on the top of the pin, or is it the person actually touching the person to make the pin? Oh, I, I think it's the person underneath. Okay. I would say, I would argue it's the person, the closest person to the mat that yeah. isn't the one with their shoulders down. Yeah. I did, yeah. So, very confusing. But and the, it could have all been avoided just by putting them the other way up. Yeah. <laughs> entire, if, this is, if this is a controversy that doesn't become a story, it could have just been avoided... Stick him the other way up. There's, I bet there's the, the vast majority of the the people watching at five pm are just like, nah, I did, what? I they they said, but the, the shoulders. They said, crater one. What about <laughs> the rules? Uh, we can't have fun if there's no rules in place, guys. That's what rules are for to set the parameters in which you would have fun. Speaking of rules, the main event was a special rules match. It was a well, we both thought it was a four-way, didn't we, initially? And then there was a sneaky... Because that was the, the match there, graphic. And then there was a sneaky another one. Yeah, Casey <laughs> Owens snuck she in. Was, she was behind Viper in the yeah. picture. Uh, and it was a battle royal, so an over-the-top thing for the women's title. And, yeah, it was... I, I actually really ended up enjoying this match. This is the first time Aisha's wrestled in a match, as is Casey Owens. She's impressive, isn't she, Aisha? She's... Like uh, she's got, yeah. We were saying she's got very gladiator vibes. Like, yeah. I mean, I I mean gladiator both in like in terms of like she's got obviously the gear looks Roman gladiator, mm. but I think she also has original series gladiators vibes. Totally. Like you know that kind of impressive physique and presence, and I don't know. She, she seemed fierce. Like I liked yeah. it. Yeah. And and her interactions with Viper as the two biggest people in the match yeah. were were. Like there was a good stare down thing there. There was a on. threatening hair smell as well at one point. Yeah, Aisha behind yeah, yeah. Viper, but like Viper backs away and yeah. bumps into Aisha, and Aisha's just like, "You've got the urge." Yeah, <laughs> uh, but the, the the others performed really well. I thought Owens. There was a spot when everyone was down in the corners, and Owens just runs around doing all these kicks and knees and yeah. clothesline stuff. That was cool. Yeah, and and Viper just did her version, which was cannonballs it was that was so good yeah Viper. i mean like viper's awesome she, yeah well we can we can all move on from this debate uh, if it is even one i don't think it is it i think mm. the only debate is is she a good heel in that scenario but and i, I think I she is but w- i think we've met we met her yeah. recently so it's difficult to be like oh yeah like she was in because she was in a, a floaty princess she basically like elsa from frozen and she's got the most soft-spoken Scottish accent that you could imagine. So it's just very hard to always buy. laughing and yeah, smiling. Yeah, and laughing and smiling. It's hard to buy into her as this scary heel when she's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, like so a when, little Scottish granny. When Viper comes <laughs> out and she's like, I'm mean. I'm like, oh, it's Viper. Oh, hey, how's it going, Viper? Uh, but yeah, Owens was the first person out, which makes sense. She was the the, the least developed person in in the show. Uh, B next, then uh, Kaylee Ray, huge slap on Aisha. And Viper throws Kay into Aisha to eliminate Aisha. Mm-hmm. And Viper hangs on, but Kaylee Ray super kicks her off. Kaylee Ray retains. So that's episode five in the bank. We are now at the midpoint. In movie narrative terms, this means, I guess, next week we'll have a huge defining angle that will send us into well, the, so the ne- second half. So of next the week movie. we're seeing. Yeah, so next week we're seeing uh, Banks. 
No, so not banks. Banks, not banks. You got rampage. Stuck in the yeah, I got stuck in. I got stuck in. The, so no, we're seeing. Ra- I, got, I was stuck in the Travis Banks. Travis Banks' name is in my head. <laughs> we're watching Rampage. Uh, who's he taking on? He's, I, he's actually I, defending the title next week. Is it? Jo- is it Joe? No, Joe's facing Mar- Martin, Martin Kirby, Kirby in, in a, a submission in a, in a match. blood feud submission yeah, match, which which will be great because they can both go. And then we've got the final of the tag team championships. Yep. So that's going to be decided next week. It wasn't, oh, and it Joe. wasn't Seisman. Who was it? Rampage was facing. Well, Rampage will be in a. It'll, it'll be defending, defending the title. title. I yeah. want to know who it is. Oh, I forgot him. Uh, but yes, so we'll see what happens there. Probably there'll be a because Rampage doesn't really have a big proper contender and a feud to take him no. through to the end of the series. So yeah, I imagine all the stuff that will pay off at the end will really be going to the next level next week. Well, it seems like it's Seisman is the getting yeah. pushed into that role. So I think we'll start to see that come out next week. Yeah. Well, that's all we've got time for for this show. Click the videos that have just appeared on our laps to catch up with the latest WrestleTalk awesome stuff. And this little button right here, well, if you enjoy these little WOS reviews, we could do NXT ones. So support WrestleTalk on Patreon. I've been Ollie Davis. This has been Laurie Blake, not Luke Owen. I keep wanting to say it. Especially because you've got L. L. Luke Owen. And that was Rambling. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.